want to appreciate God for his faithfulness. I saw something so wonderful in that scripture, in New Living Version. <coughs> Numbers 23 from verse 20. New Living Version. I just quickly read it here. Still in the attitude of thanksgiving. Here, the prophet says, listen, I receive a command to bless. God has blessed and I cannot reverse it. <laughs> I don't think you understand that scripture, brethren. He said, no misfortune is in his plan for Jacob. I want you to put your name in that place. No misfortune is in his plan for me, Bola Imodu Joy. He said, no trouble is in his store for me, Bola for the Lord, their God, is with them. Brethren, I want you to have a reason this morning to appreciate God. A prophet was consulted to come across the people of the Lord. And when the prophet came, he saw the mark of the Lord upon the people. And said, these ones are different people. They cannot be cursed. Brethren, you are, you are that person that the prophet is referring to. Because of the name of the Lord upon your life. Because of the mark of Jesus upon your life. That is why you are walking around and God have not allowed coronavirus to come near your dwelling place. I want you to just raise up your mind, hand this morning and just begin to worship and appreciate God. Appreciate God for his faithfulness. That has made you a different person. That God, you have the DNA of God. You have the DNA of Jesus in your body. And because of that DNA, you cannot be cursed. Let us appreciate him. Let's give him praise. Let's give him honor for what God have in stock, for what God is doing in our midst. People at home, just raise up your hand and worship God this morning for his faithfulness over your life. It is because of the mark of Jesus upon your life. That is why you cannot be cursed. Because of the mark of Jesus, that is why you cannot be affected by any virus. Let's appreciate him. Let's give him praise. Let's give him honor. Because this morning you are a blessed person. You are alive this morning to witness this morning because you are a blessed person. He said these people, their blessing cannot be reversed. Just appreciate God. Because the blessings upon your life cannot be reversed. Let's appreciate God. Let's give him praise. Let's give him honor. Let's give him all the glory. As a father, we bless you. Because the blessings upon your, our lives cannot be revised. And it is because of your blessings upon our lives. That is why we are standing before you this morning. It's because of your blessings upon our lives. That is why we are here. Father, we say thank you, Jesus, for your faithfulness, for your mercies, for your blessings upon our life, for what you are doing for us, for what you are doing in us, for what you are doing through us. Father, we give you praise. We give you praise. You are our Father. There is none like you. We worship and adore you. Thank you, Jesus. Because of your DNA in us, that is why we are not infected by this virus. That is why we cannot be cursed. That is why the virus is not know the way to our houses. We say thank you, Jesus. We bless your name, Lord. We worship you for making us a different entity, for making us a unique 
be, Lord. We thank you for your uniqueness upon our lives. We say thank you, Jesus. We bless your name. Alakpalato Soliayero, our Redeemer, our King. We worship and adore you. Authority in heaven. We give you the glory. Thank you, Jesus. Because we cannot be caused because of your mark upon our lives. We say be exalted, O oh Lord. Thank you, our Father. We bless your name. You are worthy in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. And lastly, let's just agree to verse 23. It says, there is no enchantment against Jacob and there is no divination. There is no enchantment. It does not matter where they are putting it together. Because of the DNA of Jesus in you, it cannot come near you. It says there is no enchantment and there is no divination. Okay, this version says there is no sorcery against Jacob and there is no divination against the house of Israel. Because of the DNA of God. So it means even as you go through this week, nothing comes near your dwelling place. Nothing touches you. Nothing touches your life. Nothing touches your children. Nothing touches your, your, your well-wishers. Let's just have appreciate God. That as I go into this week, there is no divination against me. There is no sorcery against me. There is no enchantment against me. In the name of Jesus, as I go into this week, I go in the power of the Holy Ghost. As I go into this week, I go in the power of the Holy Ghost. Nothing, no enchantment against me. No divination against my life. No divination against my children. No divination against my ministry. Everyone at home, I want you to pray with boldness because that's the word of God for you this week. No enchantment, no divination. No enchantment, no divination. No sorcery, no divination. In the name of Jesus, as you go into this week, no enchantment in your path, no divination in your way. In the name of Jesus, as you go into this week, the mighty hand of God will uphold you. No enchantment in the name of Jesus. Put your name there. No enchantment against me. No coronavirus come near my dwelling place. In the name of Jesus. Because of the DNA of Jesus in me. No enchantment, no divination. In the name of Jesus. As I go into this week, I go victoriously. In the name of Jesus. No evil come near my dwelling place. Because the mouth of the Lord has spoken it. In the name of Jesus. Upon my children, no enchantment, no divination. In the name of Jesus, no enchantment against any of us. Every members at home, even those that are not here, wherever you are hearing us, no enchantment against your destiny. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. And Luke 5:17, the Bible says Jesus was in the synagogue. He was there to teach. The, people, the Pharisees were there. The Sadducees were there. The doctors of the law were there. And one thing was also present. The Bible says the power of God was present to him. We want to decree concerning today's service. Father, let your power be present to him. Let your power be present to deliver. Let your power be present to set free. In the name of Jesus, as many that are listening to us, your power will penetrate through the platforms, Lord. Your power will penetrate through 
the platforms to heal them, to save them, to deliver them from whatever destruction of the devil. In the name of Jesus, my Libertias, we commit your soul that will be ministry to your hand. Father, we ask, Lord, through him, Lord, through the words that will come out of his mouth today, your power will flow through it. In the name of Jesus, your power will flow through it. Your power will flow through it. In the name of Jesus, new anointing upon his life. Fresh grace, Lord. My sopratia ligedebosh. My santaya ligedebosh kate. My libratose gedebosh kandaya. Let there be healing, Lord, in today's service. Let there be deliverance. Let there be salvation. Let your power be present, my Father. To heal, to save, and to deliver. And all glory will be carefully returned to you. No man will share the glory with you. Thank you, our Redeemer. We bless your holy name. We ask that you take your place, Lord. Father, we step aside. Take over, Lord. Take your place in today's service. In the name of Jesus, we commit your son to you afresh and anew. Father, take your place in his life. Anoint him afresh for the world. In the name of Jesus. And let only your name be glorified. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Our Father and our Redeemer, we bless your name. King of glory, we give you all the praise, all adoration. As we continue, we ask that the spirit of the living God will continue with us in the name of Jesus. Nobody will leave your presence the same way we have come. In the name of Jesus, as many as at home, wherever they are listening, Father, you will reach out to them. In the name of Jesus, and your name alone will be glorified. Thank you, our Father. We bless your majesty. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. We still have a way of shouting our hallelujah. Either coronavirus or not, we are still going to shout it, isn't it? It shows the signs of victory. When you shout hallelujah, your enemy, wherever they are, they are fidgeting. They don't know what, because they don't know what you are. They know that something is happening in your life which they don't know about. So shout hallelujah to put the devil to shame. That the coronavirus did not come near your dwelling place. You have a reason to shout hallelujah. That God has put a mark upon you that you cannot be cursed. You have a reason to shout hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We'd like to take a hymn to bless and to worship the Almighty God this morning. If you can Google, you'll find it there. If you have your hymn book, you can equally find it there. It says, When peace, like a river, attended my way. When peace. Praise the name of the Lord. We'll take it uh, singing to the Almighty God this morning, and we know that the Lord will take all the glory and He will take all the honor when peace. Well, 
heart as well. My soul. When do, do we have it in our different cell phones? Shall we? Shall we please be upstanding as we take it? It says, When peace like a river Sorrows like sea billows roll. Whatever my Lord Thou hast taught me to say, it is well 
Shall we please bow our heads as we pray? Our Father in heaven, we bless you this morning. We are grateful and we are thankful that Lord, you are always there for us. Thank you for your mercies that endures forever. Thank you for your faithfulness and your blessing. Lord, thank you for counting us among the living. Thank you, Lord, for fighting all our battles granting unto us victory on a daily basis. Lord, it is well with us because you said so. Lord, may your word today as it will come, Lord, may it heal, may it deliver, may it bless, may it do wonders in the life of all that are at the sound of my voice in Jesus' name. Thank you, faithful Father. We bless and we worship you. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Praise the name of the Lord. We take our text this morning from Mark chapter 4, verse 39. Mark chapter 4, verse 39. Mark is in the book of the New Testament. Mark chapter 4, 39. And I read. And he arose and rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. The theme for this month is Peace, be still. And we want to take a look at what the Lord would have us know this morning about that theme, Peace Be Still. The story we've just read uh, is the story about the Lord Jesus Christ and his disciples. They were in a storm. In fact, a very big storm. To understand this story properly, you have to go some verses 
and then see that they left and they were in a boat going to a place where God wanted to perform a miracle. But a big storm arose that caused a lot of stress for his followers. They were disturbed. Many of them didn't even know what to do. And as expected, they began to see if they could empty the boat of the water that got into it. They were so worried that they had to call on Jesus Christ. They were worried not only because of the boat, they were concerned about their own safety. And if you had been one of those disciples, the question I would have asked is, what would you have done as at that particular point in time when the boat was about to sink? Maybe some of us would say, I would jump out of the boat, start bailing water out of the boat, or I will go and wake up the Lord Jesus Christ and scream and say, just like the disciples did, said, carest thou not that we perish. They needed help. And whether we like it or not, we all need help at a particular point in time of our life. But one thing that baffles me in this story was in verse 38 that says, but Jesus was at this time. He was sleeping. In fact, another verse in the Bible says he had a pillow. In other words, with all that was going all around, somebody was experiencing peace. While some people were running helter-skelter, disturbed, and didn't know what to do. The question I asked myself was, why did they, why did they run to Jesus? Why did they do that? The answer is, they wanted him to perform a miracle because they've seen him perform miracle before. That if we cry to him, maybe he will suddenly come up with something that will perform the miracle and make the whole thing work well. What the disciple did was to, from me, uh, was that they surrendered all to Jesus and said, look, in this matter we can't handle it, but you can handle it. They gave up control. They gave their burdens and their concerns to the Almighty God. If you look at Psalm 65 verse 7, the Bible there said that he stilled the sea. If you look at Psalm 89 verse 9, the Bible says he ruled the raging sea. If you look at Psalm 107 verse 29, the Bible equally said he calmed the sea. In other words, Jesus has the power to calm every storm in our lives. The lesson I want us to learn this morning is very simple. That when the storm of life comes, what do you do? What do you do when storms of life come up? And when we talk about storm of life, we may think it, has, it is that raging sea. No, it could be disappointment. It could be that we needed some things that we are not getting. But for some people, when the storm of life comes, we see that one thing they do is to withdraw into themselves, 
shuts the door and throw a pity party and invite only three people. And those three people they will invite is me, myself, and I. They become very touchy. They become very irritable. In fact, panic is the order of the day. But because you believe that nobody seems to understand what you are passing through, you seem to believe I'm the only one going through this. In the world today, we see what is going on all over the place, even in our own nation. We see definitely that a lot of people are a little bit afraid. They are anxious. What will happen next? Will I still be able to make it through? Because of what is going on. But the truth is this. When the disciples found themselves in that same situation, they never kept it to themselves. And I want to let you know that you are not created or designed to face and carry your storm by yourself. We must learn to take it to the Lord. You are not designed to carry your pain by yourself. It will be a huge mistake for the children, for the disciples, not to have called the attention of the Lord Jesus Christ when that problem was there. It is also a mistake even on your own part too to try and handle your pain, your storm, or problems by yourselves. The Bible tells us that the disciples, they went to the Lord Jesus Christ. You also must bring your storm, you must bring your concern and pain to him and give up control and let him handle it for you. And as we do so, we will see a change in our lives. Jesus is the only one we can trust. And when we trust him, we will not be disturbed, we will not despair. He's the only ideal companion that these people went with and they were never disappointed. Through Jesus, the troubled soul oftentimes will always find rest. The troubled soul will find hope. The troubled soul will always find strength. Whatever it is that you may be going through, I want you to know that God is there with you. The other day I was reading the Bible. My song, my song, my song, every day. I My song, my song, every day. Father, draw me If you have come with a burden, if you have come with something that has been holding you, check because God has healed you. If you have come with one situation or the other, believe that God has encountered you right now. If something is going on in your heart and you are looking for solutions, believe that the Holy Spirit is dropping those solutions. And draw me
and not be disturbed and not be anxious. It is possible. Today, many are restless. Today, many are fearful. Life truly has a storm. I agree with you. Today, many are even under serious pressure. Pressure of uncertainty of what tomorrow holds. But God asks me to assure you, I bring you a message of hope that no matter what may be happening today, God will come through for you in Jesus' name. A man or a woman whose inner life is in conflict with his or her outward life cannot have peace. If there is a conflict between what is on the inside and the outside, peace will be, will be elusive. But when we talk about peace, be still, just like Jesus Christ came and spoke to the storm. What are we saying? What Christ did was that he was telling the situation. See, situation, be quiet. Situation, stop squalling. And we also, if we must have peace, must learn to tell our hearts. Heart, be quiet. Shh. Soul, always wait on the Lord. It is speaking to your fears and your anxiety and saying, no, you do not have a place here. Most times, what are the things that bring fear or bring storm into our life? For example, pressure at work can bring storm. You have been given an assignment that are beyond your human capacity. Definitely, it's a storm. Fear will come. How am I able to deliver? For some of us, it could be family pressures or problems. For some, it could be hassles in relationship. People we have to live with, they are stressing us. And for some, it could be financial difficulties, especially in times like this. Health problems, coronavirus, COVID-19 as it is called. Some even worry about the future. What if my company downsizes? What if somebody in the family loses his or her job? For some, it could be feelings of failure. And for some, it could even be offenses that others have committed against us. And this even may be 30, 40, 50 years ago. But yet, they are right there. It could even be what your dad, your mom has spoken. And you feel it was not acceptable. Up till today, it may take away the peace. It is the peace that we are talking about that one must note that we need to see that when Christ said, peace be still, what he is saying is that you must learn to tell that situation. Be quiet. There are times we tend to think, think that if the things outside of me, if it is removed, if the situation is taken away, then I will have peace. I've seen people who had issues with, and with others and said, if those people are not, uh, if I can't see them, then there will be what? There will be peace. 
or if the external circumstances in my life will change, then I will have peace. For example, some will say, if my boss were just this kind of person that I had some other bosses were, if somebody will just give me something that I need right now, if something positive will just happen, like what we have, the, the stimulus, then I will begin to have peace. No. When we talk about peace, it's not something that has to do with the circumstances. It is something that has to do with our inner joy. The truth is, the storm, the pain, the problem of life, is not what you see outside. There are things within. Peace is also a matter of what goes on on the inside of you. Psalm 131, 1 to the end, which is just three verses, says, most of the noise, when we talk about lack of peace, it is talking about noise on the inside. So most of the noise in our heart and soul oftentimes is generated by our attempt to control what we can't even handle. We try to control somebody. We try to change situation. We try to change somebody. We try to fix situation that we know that we can't handle. And so, it takes away the peace. A lot of people, simply because somebody bought a car and you wanted the same car. You don't even know, have the resources. And you will run and go and buy the same car. Of course, it will take off your peace. You won't even have time to serve God. You'll be running from pillar to post. Can you imagine what would have happened to the disciple if Christ was not invited at that particular situation? So, to have peace requires a conscious choice that is made, a decision made by me, by you, that I need help. And God must do what? He must come in. And that's when God can speak into our situation and say, peace, what? Be still. The other day I was reading John 14, 27. Look at what the Bible says. John 14, 27. It says, my peace I give unto you, not as the world gives. It doesn't mean that it's what this means is that his own kind of peace is different from the, word, the type the world would definitely offer us. The peace that Jesus offers is not a psychological persuasion. The peace that Jesus offers are not talking of running away from the storm or whatever the burden or the problem is. We are also not talking about just medicating ourselves because that is what many people do. Once I take this medication, I will have what? I have peace. Or anesthesia, how do you call it now? Yes, when you anesthetize the pain or the storm, you find that many people think when I use medication, it will just go away. No. It is the peace that the Bible says we garrison a man's heart and mind. It insulates the heart and keep it calm even in the face of what is going on at the, on the outside. Proverbs 4.38 says, Jesus was asleep on a pillow. My prayer for us is that this peace that passes all understanding 
will envelope our heart in Jesus' name. This peace we are talking about brings to a man's heart the reality of God's presence. That no matter what is happening on the outside, I know God is on my side. Therefore, I will not fear what man will do. Second Peter 1 verse 2 in the Amplified Version tells us the kind of peace Jesus gives. He says it is a perfect well-being kind of peace. It, is, it includes all necessary good and spiritual prosperity. In fact, it says it expels internal fears. And I want to say at this moment that any peace that does not, that is not grounded in a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ will always be temporary. Because he is the prince of peace. At best, whatever that peace may be, it will just be temporary. It is only, it won't last. And it won't satisfy the deepest longing of our soul. Now the question is, how can you have peace? What are the things that I can do that I also can be in the category of the people when Jesus say, peace, be still. How can I engage the peace of God in times like this? I have never in my life met a person who doesn't want to experience peace. I have not. I don't know if you have. I believe you haven't either. Or have you seen one person who says, I don't want peace. Everybody wants peace. Everybody wants peace. We all long for peace deep within our being. And our soul, of course, needs peace. The way our body needs its oxygen. There is no substitute to it. We live in a world that takes away peace. We live in a world that makes people become a little bit anxious. But what are the things that God is expecting us to do if truly we will experience this peace? Number one, according to Matthew 6, 12, we need to learn to eliminate suspicion. Eliminate suspicion. To experience peace, we must forgive those who have offended us. Forgiving people who have hurt us gives us peace of mind and gives them a clean slate. I have realized one thing that forgiveness brings peace. It brings freedom. Forgiveness is one of the most generous things you and I can give to another person. Nursing a grudge is a major factor that makes peace to become very scarce in the life of people. Instead of a grudge, God wants us to cultivate the habit of love. An offense you keep becomes a fence between you and God. So God wants us to learn how to eliminate suspicion. And when you do that, you will have the peace of God. That's number one. What do I do if I must enjoy this peace that the Bible is saying, peace be still? Do not live in the past. Many of us up to now, we are living in, in the past. We preoccupied ourselves with old mistakes. We preoccupy ourselves with failures that we had had in the past. 
I've seen people who felt that because of what they did in the past, they don't have a future. That is not the word of God for you. Mistakes and failures will always lead to depression. Forget the past and forget your failures. Many of these disciples, they tried and they did everything they could. They failed. And when they saw that they were a total failure, what did they do? They ran to Jesus and said, Carest thou not that will perish. Peter was another example. He said he has toiled all over the night, yet he caught nothing. But he said, nevertheless, at your word. And he came to Jesus. We must not live in the past. No matter who you are now or what your life has been like so far, the rest of the journey of your life can be different if God's help is embraced. My prayer is that this particular season in which we find ourselves, God of heaven will show up for you in Jesus' name. God wants you to have true peace by having you not worry about what has happened in the past. Number three, if I must enjoy and experience this peace, be still. What must I do? Do not waste time and energy fighting conditions you cannot change. There are certain things you cannot change in life, but God is able to change for you. Do not waste time. Philippians 4, 6, 9 said, do not be anxious. Do not worry. He said, but in prayer and supplication, let all your requests be made known unto God. Does enjoying God's um, perfect peace means that there won't be crisis in life? No. Does it mean that uh, you will never feel the effect of the storm ranging around us? No. The three Ebul children, they, they felt it. But still, they came out from scratch. Daniel was put in the den of lion. Right in his face, he saw lion that was ready to devour him. But it, there was an inner peace. And the Bible says he came out without any problem. Every day we face numerous inconveniences, irritations, and situations that will make our heart to be fearful. But the Bible says, be still and do what? And fear not. His peace, according to John chapter 14, is complete, is adequate, and is sufficient for anything that you and I may face, even at this moment of our lives. My prayer is that we will learn to look up to God. And as we do, the peace of God will envelope our hearts in Jesus' name. So learn to focus on God. Isaiah 26 verse 3 says, I will keep him in perfect peace. Whose mind stayed on me, not on things. That is our mind to lean on him. It should center on him. It should trust him. When you spend time concentrating on the problem, how does it look? It looks bigger. But when you spend time concentrating your attention on God, you find that the God that is inside of you is bigger than the problem outside. 
Romans 15, 13 says, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust him. I pray that you will trust him even in this situation, in our country, in the entire world, in Jesus' name. Number four, no self-pity. Do not indulge in self-pity. If you must have peace that will endure, do not indulge in self-pity when life hands you a raw deal. Everyone will have fairy trials. That's what the Bible says. First Peter 4, verse 12. He said, whatever you are passing through is not peculiar to you. It's common to others. I have seen Christians drown themselves in self-pity when troubles come. I have seen them run elter-skelter. Often their troubles are not as severe as those which they face, but the problem is that they become very disturbed. But the Bible is assuring us that no. In 1 Corinthians 10, 13, he said, God has promised to make a way where there seems to be no way. So I will encourage you today and encourage you to please look up to the Lord. No self-pity because the God that you serve is greater than the problem and situation that you face. Rather than self-pity, meditate on the word of God because God wants you to have true peace by meditating on his word. If you look at Psalm 119 verse 165, Psalm 119, 165. It says, Great peace have those who love God's word. My prayer is that this word of God that has been given to us will do great things in your life in Jesus' name. Your most precious material possession in life, which is what I tell people, is not your car. It's not your house. It's not those things that you see because some of these things can come, they can go. Look at the life of Job. Everything he had. And he said, I will say trust him. I will say trust him. Your most precious material possession for peace is the word of God. And my prayer is that we'll embrace it in Jesus' name. Number five, you must learn to cultivate love joy, good humor, if you must have peace. We are to add the fruit of the spirit, according to Galatians chapter 5, 22 to 23, into whatever we do in life. We are to be filled with the spirit. Ephesians chapter 5, 18 to 21 says that. Because peace is experiencing calm from the almighty God. And if you must experience this calm, then you must be a man or a woman of prayer. Philippians 4, 6, 7 says, in everything, take it to the Lord in prayer. A peaceful mind I experience as a result of recognizing that God alone has solution to our problems. Romans 8, 28 says, in all things, all things, he says, walk together for good for those who love and who are called. May the love of God bear fruit in our lives in Jesus' name. And finally, God wants you to fill your heart with what is good. Philippians 4 verse 8. Philippians 4 verse 8 says, Finally, brother, whatever is true, whatever is noble, 
Whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, God is what God is saying to engage your heart. Once you do that, the perfect peace of God will envelope our heart. And my prayer is that in this season, I speak to that raging storm in your life. Peace be still. That thing that is making life unbearable to you, I say, peace be still. In Genesis 41 verse 16, Joseph told Pharaoh, he said, God shall give you an answer of peace. And as many as are listening to me today, I decree that God will give to you the answer of peace in every area of your life in Jesus' name. In 1 Kings chapter 4, verse 24, the Bible says Solomon had peace on all sides. And I pray for you, even today, whatever the storm, whatever the pain, whatever the discomfort may be, the Lord will give you peace on all sides in the name of Jesus. The Lord will make a way for you where there is no way in Jesus' name. The Lord will make you a man and a woman of peace in the name of Jesus. If you look at Psalm 29 verse 11, the Bible says the Lord will give you strength. He will give strength unto his people. The Lord bless you today and he will give you strength. He will give you peace in the name of Jesus. The Lord will make everything that is elusive in your life, he will fulfill it in Jesus' name. And I pray for you that whatever in every situation you are helpless, in every, whatever situation that you are confused, that the Lord himself will take over the affairs of your life in Jesus' name. Psalm 85 verse 8, look at what the Bible says. He said, God will speak peace unto his people and to his saints. I pray for you that the Lord will speak peace concerning this nation. He will speak peace concerning your finances. He will speak peace concerning your work. He will speak peace concerning your tomorrow. He will speak peace concerning your progress. He will speak peace concerning the spiritual, your spiritual life. In fact, he will speak peace concerning your expectation because your expectation will not be cut off this season in Jesus' name. Isaiah 55 verse 12 says, And you will go out with joy. You will be led forth with peace. I pray for you that from now on, you will go out with peace. You will be led forth with joy in the mighty name of Jesus. Colossians 3.15 says, Let the peace of God rule in your heart. I pray that the peace of God will rule in your heart this season. And everything that is making your life unbearable, I speak peace to it in Jesus' name. Second Thessalonians 3.16, the Bible says, the Lord of peace himself give you peace always. And I'm praying that always you will begin to enjoy the peace of God in Jesus' name. Finally, before we round up, the only fellow that the Bible says will not be able to enjoy this peace is what the Bible declares the wicked. In Isaiah 48, verse 22. Isaiah 48, 22. Isaiah 57, 21. He declares, he says, there is no peace, says the Lord, 
for the wicked. I began to wonder, who is the wicked? James 4, 1 to 8, and Romans 8, 7 to 8 says, the wicked are all who are not working with God, whose name are not written in his book of life. People who do not embrace God, you need to declare for God. You may be hearing me today, and yet you have not given your life to Christ. I like to pray with you. You can't enjoy peace when you are not personally at peace with your maker. The only reason why you can be at peace is when you have peace with your maker. And I pray that God of heaven will reach out to you as, as I speak now in Jesus' name. Shall we please bow down our heads as we pray? Heavenly Father, we want to thank you. Lord, you said in your word that you will give strength, you will give peace to your people. No matter what may be going on, Lord, we pray that you will stretch forth your hand of healing, stretch forth your hand of mercy, stretch forth your hand of calmness into the life of your people at this moment in Jesus' name. Some, Lord, are trusting you for a miracle. Daddy, I pray, oh God, that may they receive that miracle today in Jesus' name. Some, oh Lord, are trusting you for healing. Father, may they be healed in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray that you will speak peace into every facet of life of the people listening to me today in Jesus' name. Thank you, faithful Lord. And if you are there, you are here to give your life to Christ. I pray for you that God of heaven will reach out to you and your life will never remain the same. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. please just stand up and just pray for our pastor that God renew him strengthen him refresh him and that let his joys be full himself and his family and his children, children and that uh, he'll go from glory to glory let's pray with all our heart and that he uh, have been praying and praying for us, let's pray for him but Father complete testimony complete his testimony Complete his testimony. Complete his testimony. Let the Almighty God, let the joy be full today. Let the joy be full today. Let the joy be full today. He will never fall. He will not fail. He has become a joy to many generation. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Brethren, it is uh, often time. And uh, we're going to first start with uh, our tithe. We can be seated, please. The Bible tells in Malachi 3, 10, 8 to 10, if the one will pay a tithe, what happens is that he opens the window of heaven. But when we don't pay, what happens is he brings devourers. But for some of us that have even received a stimulus, or maybe we have received our task rebate, we must remember God. That's why you must remember God. Because if you have removed stimulus from a government, or maybe you have even received tax rebate in one way or the other. God, one of the two must do 
is to remember God and pay our tithe and give to God so that the rest will be blessed. And I pray it shall be so in Jesus' name. Those paying our tithes, please raise up. If you have your tithe, please let's bring it. If you have, so we can pray. If you have your tithe, please let's bring it. And just say after me, say, Heavenly Father, I offer to you my tithe and offering. By faith, I believe I have a better job, better opportunities, better businesses, better inheritance, and checks in the mail. I have great rebates, favor, gift, and great opportunity. Father, even what they have said from this moment, these people that are giving their tithes, both online and those people here, Father Elijah Coast, take them higher. They will never know devourers. They will learn to nation and not borrow. And their joy shall be full. In Jesus' name we pray. Okay, let's just drop our tight. Thank you so much, Lord Jesus. Thank you so much, Lord Jesus. Thank you so much, Lord Jesus. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you so much, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, Lord Jesus. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you so much, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, Lord Jesus. We thank you, we thank you. The next thing we want to do now is to give our offering. Even some of us at home, as we are watching, um, you can give through Zell. You can give, it will be shown. You can check our bulletin. You can check our website. You can also check our WhatsApp, how to give. But open your Bible as we give our offering this morning. Open your Bible to Psalm 107, verse 20. Psalm 107 verse 20. Psalm 107 verse 20. The Bible says, send his word and heal them and deliver them for their destruction. And some of us that were well given today will prophesy three great things to our offering. Raise up your offering and tell God, Father, the Bible says, send his word. Tell God today, Father, that great word I need to go to my next level in my finances, send it to me today. That great word I need to go to my next level I receive it today. That word, that word of breakthrough. The Bible says, said his word. Teach, tell the Almighty God, by the of this offering I'll give it today, teach me to profit and lead me the way to go. Teach me to profit. In Jesus' name I pray. The second blessing is, the Bible says, heed them. That by the of this today, I am healed and made whole. I will never know sickness. Tell the Almighty God, by the of this giving today, I am healed and made whole. In the name of Jesus, I want to say verse 20. Oh, let the Almighty God, by reason of this, my giving today, I am here, I am made whole. I will never know sickness in my life. By reason of this, my giving today, I am here, I am made whole. In Jesus' name, I pray. The second benefit is good to give up today is it will deliver us from destruction. Let the Almighty, by reason of this, O oh Lord, deliver me from every destruction the enemy has planned for my life. Deliver me from every destruction. The enemy has planned in any way for my life. 
In the name of Jesus, by reason of this offer today, I am delivered from every destruction. In the name of Jesus, I will declare this offer blessed in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, in the name of the Holy Ghost. Verily, verily, you are good. Verily, verily, you are good. Verily, verily, you are good, Jesus. You are good. Verily, verily, you are good. Verily, verily, you are good. Verily, verily, you are good, Jesus. You are good. Verily, verily, you are good. Verily, verily, you are good, Jesus. You are good. Verily, verily, you are good. Corinthians 8 9. He said, We know the grace of Christ Jesus. Christ was rich, he was made possible that through his poverty will be rich. By the prophetic word in 2 Corinthians 8 9, in place of poverty, we move from to where riches now in the name of Jesus. In place of sicknesses, we move to divine health in Jesus' name. And every emotional problem is over now. And there will be peace like a river. And we decree that in the mighty name of Jesus, coronavirus is over. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Praise the Lord. Well, we're going to close the service, but we're just going to take one or two prayers. Before we close the service, praise the Lord. And our prayer is from one of the scriptures that was used in the message. Now we're going to take just two or three prayer points. You know, we were told that in Mark 4:39, while others were I mean going helter and skelter, while they were fearing for their lives, yeah, Jesus was so at peace that he was sleeping. Praise God. The same thing is happening during this pandemic. Some people are so scared. I mean, they are so fearful. You know, they are following every statistics. While others are prospering, others are talking about what they are doing, what they are doing with their investments. I'm just telling us the truth. What they are doing with their investments, how they are cashing in on the situation. I don't know what side you are on. Are you in the fearful section? Or you are using this opportunity to progress when the prices of stocks are falling? So, I mean... Some people, I had a story this last week. Someone told me that her husband lost everything during the 2008 recession. And for 12 years, he has refused to come out of the house. To come out of the house. But some people during that recession, that was when they became multimillionaires. They were selling houses then for $8,000. Whole houses. Praise the Lord. So I don't know what your portion is going to be. Know, this uh, this uh, season of pandemic, whether you experience pandemic or you experience prosperity, praise God. So you are going to pray over yourself this morning. I said you are going to do what? You are going to pray over yourself. The Bible says in Second Peter one two, it said grace and peace be multiplied to you. Grace and peace can be multiplied. Amen. Three plus three equals to six. Three times three equals to nine.
grace and peace be multiplied. So I want you to go ahead and pray. I said, Lord, this season, I said after me, this season, I receive a multiplication of grace and peace. Turn into prayer. This season, a multiplication of grace and peace comes upon my life. Open your mouth and pray as if you mean it. As if you have never prayed any prayer before. A multiplication. The Bible says it is possible for grace and peace to be multiplied. While the world is running elder and skelter. Why people are being fearful and jittery. Lebra sick, lebra sople kazabala. Bless sople kazesto lebra no sople kaziamano. Jeblente ziakasto lebra zianata. Hebrew keziakeloste lebra sople kaziano. Jeblente ziakanoste lebra zianoste. In the name of Jesus in my life. This season, grace and peace be multiplied. La prono sople kaziamanoste. Jebele steke zaloste. Nanianto libro ziakaloste lizeleste. Na praliboste le brasonto le brasiamono. Gianonte libreske libroste libranoste. La pralikesto libranoste. In the name of Jesus, it is written that over me concerning me, grace and peace is multiplied. Grace and peace is multiplied. Grace and peace is multiplied. Le brono sonto le brocosanta. When men are saying there's casting down, I am saying there's lifting up. It is my season to break through. It is my season to break limits. It is my season for a great turnaround. In the name of Jesus, my story has changed. Labrano Santo Lobroco Shanta. My story has changed. My story has changed. My story has changed. Spiritually, my story has changed. Financially, my story has changed. Oh, mentally, my story has changed. Socially, my story has changed. Le brodo sopreka santa. Le breka ziaka santo. Me jele brendo kesiano. He pralizes keli braloste. Le brende kesanta. Le brendiamano. He brende kesanto. Le brende kesanta. I want to praise this prayer through in the spirit. Power it in the spirit. Le brendo santo. Le breke ziaka santo. Genento le brese. Thank you, Jesus. My story has changed. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. We are going to pray two more prayers. He said, Grace and peace be multiplied to me. Say to me. Say to me. Say to me. Grace and peace be multiplied to me through the knowledge of God and of Jesus Christ our Lord. Through the knowledge of God and of Jesus Christ our Lord. The, the Bible says my people perish for what? My people perish for what? My people perish for what? Even in America, people are perishing for lack of knowledge. Please, brethren, in this land there is milk and honey. There is good in this land. Praise God. Pharaoh told Joseph, he said, go and bring your people. I hope you remember when Pharaoh told Joseph, he said, go and bring your people. I will give them the fat of this land. So some people, while they were, others were experiencing plagues, some were in Goshen. Hallelujah. Some were experiencing plagues, but others were what? Some people were in Goshen. So Pharaoh told Joseph, go get your people. I will give them the fat of this land. Look, when Isaac was blessing Jacob, whether accidentally, 
He said, the Lord give you of the dew of heaven and the fatness of the earth. There is a fatness in the earth. There is the best of the land. Praise God. But that grace, that peace is by the, what you don't know you cannot enjoy. Please, I hope you know that this thing, this cares act is not just 1,200. I hope you know. If you don't do your research, you won't know. It's not just 1,200. Go and do your research. So if you are going to progress at all and you don't take advantage of this season, it is your fault. All those webinars they bring on your email, listen to them. There's something you will get out of it. If you have a 401k, listen. If you have any kind of business at all, listen. It's not just 1,200. I won't say more than that. So you are going to open your mouth and pray this prayer now and say, Father, Father, the grace will have quest for knowledge. Lord, release upon me. Open your mouth and pray that prayer. The grace will have I want to pray it, whether you are old or young. The grace will have quest for knowledge. Lord, release upon me. Open your mouth and pray it. Lord, the quest, the test for knowledge. Pray over yourself. Lord, change my mentality. Lord, change the way I spend my time. Help me to invest my time. Not to waste it. Lord, give me a quest for knowledge. La priaka soplekaza. Jebenento libra hoste. Mania likarakara. Ziabe sonto lebrende. Open your mouth and pray with all your energy. Lord God Almighty, give me a quest for knowledge. Lord, give me a test for knowledge. Lebrendo sonto lebra shanta. Ma prekantosia. Deliver me from time waste. In the name of Jesus. Father, please do it for me. Let grace and peace be multiplied through the knowledge of Christ Jesus, my Lord. Help me to know what I need to know. In the name of Jesus, don't let me waste opportunities. Don't let me squander it through ignorance. In the name of Jesus, Father, please do it. And let your name be glorified. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Begin to thank the Lord this morning. He has heard your prayer. Begin to magnify. The Lord has heard you. The Lord will help you to do your due diligence. The Lord, say, Lord, you will help me to do my due diligence. You will help me to do my due diligence. You will help me to do my due diligence. There is no way you should come out of this pandemic the way you went into it. It's not permitted. You did something wrong. You did something wrong. Father, thank you because you have had me. Thank you for helping me to do my due diligence. There is something called your own due diligence. Lord, help me to do it. Commit this week coming to, to the hands of the Almighty God. We were told at the beginning of the service that there is no most fortune in his plans for Jacob. In the New Living Translation, Numbers 23 20, there is no misfortune in God's plans for Jacob. You are that Jacob. You and I are the seed of Abraham. Oh, you this week that I'm stepping into. The week of 20th of April 2020. You are my week of manifestation. The week of manifestation of the children God gave to me. The week of my manifestation. The week of my manifestation. The week of the manifestation for my household. All that I've been desiring. It's this week that you will manifest. You will come to pass. You will come to fruition. You will come to reality. 
Father, we thank you. Oh, we bless your name. Just wave your hands to Jesus and worship him. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we bless you. Lord, we give you all the glory. Lord, we magnify you. We call it done. Oh, we call it done. We call it done. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Shall we share the grace together in fellowship? May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit rest and abide with us 